You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world. The Stay Woke Podcast. Right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson. And we got producer William West. And we got uh, three guests in here today. Some of them uh, have been on previous podcasts. And one is uh, brand new to the Stay Woke Podcast. To the Stay Woke Studios. So um, starting with uh, FM Maddie. We got Brother to the Left, a.k.a. P. And then we got Zen Diesel. What's up? So um, this podcast is going to cover part two of the Colin Kaepernick uh, podcast, basically, that's titled, Will You Sit, Stand, or Take a Knee? If you didn't hear part one, I'm going to just briefly give you a background on, on what, that was in, what that entailed. It started about talking about how Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback for the 49ers, was taking initially taking a seat during the preseason and then eventually changed his position or altered his position um, to help appease some of the people that were distracting or um, um, taking his messages out of context. So he then decided to take a kneel to be more respectful to military, even though he told uh, America, society, media, that his the whole purpose of him sitting had nothing to do with the military, that he respected the military, but he was doing it to speak for the oppressed people of color, specifically police brutality and police not being held accountable for actions that civilians would be accountable for. Um, so that, that was the gist of part one. So today we want to first talk about how... Because that we released that podcast on the Monday before the first 49ers game. So let's give some information about what has progressed since that point. The Seattle Seahawks on 9-11 stood together um, arm in arm to show unity. And they said it was also to support Colin Kaepernick and his uh, um, views about oppression and police brutality. Um, I believe some of the Chiefs um, um, also, they, they raised their fist. The four players from the Miami Dolphins took a knee. A- uh, Arian Foster is the, the, the main one that I remember. I'm sorry if I don't remember the rest of the three. Um, Malcolm Jenkins did it for the Eagles. There was various teams and players that did it around the league, as well as Megan Rapino, who I brought up in the first podcast, um, that took a knee, the soccer player. Uh, she was a soccer player that, uh, she? yeah, she, was, she, like. she <laughs> blonde. Anyways, um, so you know I just wanted I to, I, I, I wanted to talk about, because she's again, no, no, she is not. She's a, a white soccer player that oh, that's even better. Shit, understands that. that's even better. the oppressed. <laughs> Anyways, um, so. Again, like we were saying prior, that Colin Kaepernick was taking a lot of heat for it. Uh, recently, we just found out that there was a poll taken that showed Colin Kaepernick as the most disliked player in the NFL. And that poll was taken by 1,001 uh, participants that represented various aspects of the demographic. And as a result of that, 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 that to me brings up about an interesting dichotomy of... The fact that he's the most disliked player in the NFL, but he has the highest jersey sales in the NFL. So, does that mean controversy sells in America? Exactly. But I also wanted to tie in because I think this is a more important aspect in response to this is that there was a recent incident on the news about Terrence Crutcher. 
as well as um, Keith's Lamar Scott, I believe, um, in North Carolina. Um, Terrence Crutcher was a man that some witnesses say he was holding a book. The police account says that he was holding a gun. Um, as he got out of his car, as the police were uh, undercover police were searching for a man that was they were trying to serve a warrant for. Um, Terrence Crutcher was not the man that they were searching for, but he was the man that got shot as a result of this encounter. There's a lot more details to the story um, that we can get into as we go, but I just want to get other people's opinions and other people's view on that and how they think it relates to, Does it? do you believe that it um, proves that what Colin Kaepernick is doing is valid and, and supports his issues, or do you think this is just a coincidence or some random acts or if there's more behind it. Um, so, I mean, if you just look at the history of the United States and you look at what this country is built on and what initially got the country off to a great start financially, it was free labor. It was slave labor. And what we're looking at is the evolution of a system that has evolved to a point that slave labor is pretty much the law of the land. And what we're seeing Colin Kaepernick do is stand up for the folks that's, that started us all off and have always gotten the worst end of the stick and are simply continuing to get the worst end of the stick and are continuing to, to fund this slave labor program through the prison system. And what is not being talked about at the moment is the largest strike in prison history, which is currently going on right now. So instead, we've got Colin Kaepernick on Time Magazine. We've got him talked about on sports broadcast shows. But what we don't have is a real conversation about how we're all implicit in this system where a certain color type of people, a certain class of people, uh, if you are poor, this applies to you. It really doesn't matter what color you are. T touching on that, so do you think that Colin taking a knee is being serving more as a distraction to the real issue, or that if or that he's actually bringing more attention to it? If I can jump in here, this is a uh, this is brother to the left. You know, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go as a brother to the left or P. You know, my folks call me P. So, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into, uh, you know, my point is this. There's, there's, uh, you know, it's, a, it may be an unconscious plan or it may be a conscious plan, right? But there's, there's a plan in place for sure that takes away from the true issues. And when you, when you criticize Kaepernick for what he's doing, when you focus on Kaepernick for him taking a knee or sitting down, and only focus on that. You're distracting for what he's doing it for, and you know I, you know I hate to bring this, you know I hate to bring this point up, but I'm gonna bring it up anyways because it's relevant and it's, you know what I'm saying it really speaks to what he's doing. And when you talk about terrorists, right? When you talk about terrorists bombing shit in Israel, when you talk about terrorists bombing shit here, as Americans, as as those that are, you know that come from that European society, I'm a black man, but being in America, we're coming from that European society regardless. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we like to paint these individuals as, as, you know what I'm saying, as the, really as the devil, right? Exactly. These terrorists are the devil. They're ha filled with hate. They hate our way of life. 
You but, see but, it in but, movies, but, you right. see it in TV. But when and you're I'm talking really, like Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger, 1990s True Lies, to now. <laughs> but look, when you peel back those layers, first of all, yeah. But when you peel back those layers, is that what's happening? Exactly. Or are they are they tearing shit up? Are they kicking up dust because we over there bombing their neighborhoods? And the fact, you know, a terrorist will bomb some shit in Israel or they'll bomb some shit here and they'll leave a note or leave a video cast or they'll, you know what I'm saying, they'll leave some shit saying, I did this because a bomb flew over my family, killed everybody I knew, and I got nothing to live for. Right? Uh, a plane flew over my whole shit and fucked up my whole life. Now I'm fucking y'all up, right? If that was some let me real finish, shit, though. No, let me if that finish. was some real shit to 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 add to. No, your no, point. no, no, no. Let me finish. Oh. Was, oh, no, bro, I'm saying if they were though. if they were really the guys who were the bad guys, right? And really the those ones, man. We are just having a fucking podcast, and none of us are using our real names. So that's how fake that shit is. Oh, I'll make a video of it. Yeah, it was me that bombed the fucking World Trade Center. No, clearly, right? It's some made up manufactured bullshit to get us into a conflict that we don't fucking belong in. You got 18-year-olds over there getting their fucking limbs shot off. And the conflict is just about oil. It's just about fucking poppy fields where where you see a spike in heroin here in the United States. You see a spike in overdoses. Absolutely. But I'm I'm going to most definitely finish my thought, though, right? And, you know, my point is this. We we like to deflect, you know what I'm saying, with with the real issue of, of why people are doing what they're doing and focus on what they're doing, right? Just like with terrorists, we're focusing on the point that they're bombing, but not why they're bombing. And when it brings back to Kaepernick, we're focusing on the fact that he's taking a knee, but not why he's taking a knee. Exactly. And by focusing on the fact that he's taking a knee, by focusing, by focusing on, you know what I'm saying, like I bring up the terrorist point, right, the fact that they're bombing shit, which is, which is not right, which I disagree with, what I think they're fucked up for, right? By focusing on the act, we're neglecting why they did it and the cause of it, and by doing that, where we're not really thinking about how to solve this shit and how to stop it. We're not thinking about solutions let me, because let we're me, focusing on what they did and not why they did it. We're let seeing me, let it me, from a hold, local point of view and not from a global point of view. I, let me, I agree with I you. Wa- I want to read this, this uh, section from uh, Martin Luther King's uh, letter to Birmingham that touches on similar to the points that y'all talking about of... One, before I even get to that, I want to say this is, first of all, it's not... The it's not the right of the oppressor to de- to tell or determine how the oppressed is going to protest. So, if you're the oppressor, as in the man in power and the man in control of doing this, you can't tell us how the proper or the right way to determine how we're going to say this isn't proper. But if I could jump in real quick, I Go got a, I got a perfect quote from Malcolm X, man, and it goes like this: "It's not on the wolf to ask the sheep why you hate me." Exactly. Period. It's not on the and wolf to ask the sheep why you hate me. That that, Boom. that that's you feel me? that's exactly it. And then I want to touch on the fact that when people say that it hurts or they feel disrespected by the the process that Colin Kaepernick is choosing to exercise his protest, Martin Luther King explained why discomfort is needed for a a protest to be effective. He says, why, di- why direct action? Why sit-ins? March and so forth. Isn't negotiating a better path? So that's basically what they're saying is, why, 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 why do you have to take a knee during the flag, which means so much to all of us? Why don't you just find a different way to do it? Basically, your way isn't the right way. He continues by saying, 
you are quite right in calling for negotiation. Indeed, this is the very purpose of direct action. Nonviolent direct action seeks to create such a crisis and foster such a tension that a community which has consistently refused to negotiate is forced to confirm the issue. Basically, we've been trying other ways to tell you we're not cool with this. We're not cool with this. We don't like it. You don't like it when we peacefully protest. You don't like it when we violently protest. You don't like it when we take a knee. You don't like it when we don't say anything. You don't like it when the poor say something. You don't like it when the rich say something. So when is the perfect time for us to protest? Therefore, there is no perfect time. We have to afford discomfort in order for you to feel it. Because if it's not put, put to your forefront, when we started blocking off traffic, like I bring to a friend of ours that said, oh, that's going to be an inconvenience for my family. Well, guess what? When people are getting killed in the street and left in the street dead, like they're dogs, that's an inconvenience for us. That's, in that's an inconvenience that you can't get back. Your convenience of time on a highway so that you are aware of the issues that are going on is not a big deal in comparison to actual people dying. All these people that are complaining about Colin Kaepernick and what he's doing. And complain about all that, but I haven't heard any of them saying anything or anything about specifically about Terrence Crutcher. If you're that upset about Colin taking a knee, you should be that upset about Terrence Crutcher. Exactly. Because that is a life being lost. This man is just taking a knee. That's How enough. is that hurting anybody physically, emotionally? No, it's not. And furthermore, he, he's taking a knee for a, a song. I remember I used to play ball. I used to take a knee and I never put, or, or either take a knee just to get my mind right for the game. Like I never really gave a care about the song. Like I like not being patriotic. I don't give a fuck. I, I think, I mean, I'm an American. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what is patriotic? What I mean, is patriotic? Do you like being here? Would you fight for it? If you felt threatened? I think the answer is fuck. Yeah. Clearly. If you're, if you're a man, I you mean, protect yours. But the Clearly, first amendment, that's, that's, the first that's a amendment, given for uh, the first here. amendment of the constitution, like really does allow you to practice. There's no, pro yeah, there's exactly. no problem with that. You're being so American doing that. Exactly. My thing's like, <clears throat> it's the most American thing he could do. And, and, and that, and that's another thing that I wanted to bring up because everybody's saying that, yeah, he should have did it. But the whole purpose of freedom, the whole purpose of having the ability to make the decision is if you force people, you know, you know what countries force people to do stuff? North to stand Korea. up? North Korea. Do we want to be like North Korea? Everybody, most China. Americans will say no. China, they, Saudi Arabia, like certain places, you know what I'm saying? They will make you, you, you don't have a choice. Exactly. Is that real patriotism or is that nationalism? Because there is a difference. It's fascism. It's our country or, or nothing. And, and people have to realize that, that th there is a difference. When you do something because you're forced, what does the meaning come from? Like, I guarantee you, if you ask any man that has a wife, go home to your wife and say, do you want to force me to love you or do you want me to just love you? What means more? Exactly. What comes and from I guarantee you, every woman's going to say, I want you to just love me. Exactly. I don't want to force you to love me because that means more. Exactly. So if he's sitting down or taking a knee for a reason, pay that means it must be hurting. To, pay attention to what he's taking a knee for. And he's and saying like, he can't. It's in hey, his this, heart that won't allow him to stand because this is a prime example. For a point. Prime example, like people, like my coworker. <laughs> this is like last year um, when the Baltimore stuff was going on. He was like, he's white. 
Because uh, people die every day, you know? Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm kind of biting my tongue, you know what I'm saying? I'm at work and stuff like that. I just don't want to, like, just, Go off, you know, man. I'm just yeah. in my head, like, that's the problem right there. People die every day. But I don't see... Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was just so leisure to him, just... People die every day. Yeah, yeah but I don't see... Like, people we should just of, I don't it. see, like, people of color, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not, you know what I'm saying, specifically African-Americans being being killed in police custody. You know what I'm saying? Like, being killed, being killed by police. I don't see white boys being killed by police. It's like, and this co-worker, it's like, his son is like around our, our age. We actually went to school with us, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to put nobody's name out there, but like... It's like his son, if he gets put over at 10, 30, 12, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, he's going home. It's yes. okay. Yeah. If me or anybody in this room right now gets pulled over around that time, we might not make it home. Ever. It's a percentage. And yeah. that is a problem, right? That yeah. is a problem. Like, yeah. I know. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? That's my biggest fear. And all Being I have pulled over by the police with nobody around at night, with nobody to see. Cause they can do whatever they want to me, even though I know my rights. I know my rights. They they they, they don't care about that. They don't. <clears throat> All right, that's it. <laughs> it's like we don't have rights. Is what is. That's exactly. I mean, that's that's. It's that's like what it, we're always fed these statistics that you know white white people are are, you know, are being killed what, at a higher rate than any other race by police. That's the statistic I always get back from these blue life supporters, and. The reality is on video is is the people I see killed by police of color are basically being killed for some very controversial reasons. Stupid stuff. Like none like, at all. You're pulling me over for a tail light, you know what I'm saying? Why are you I'm getting why shot in the back? I, exactly. Yeah, like why what the fuck you couldn't tase me? Like, like these white people getting killed by another, police? I'd like to see what the fuck their bag video is, looks I, like. I see brother to the left. He, he, he got something stormed up right now. But let me get this out right now. Like another one of my coworkers. Uh, she is African-American. She's on her way to work. It's a hostile environment. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I, I, I that's, that's, that's my job. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> but, um, she, um, she actually, uh, had to call in at work or whatever one, one, one morning. Cause she, has stopped at a 7-Eleven. Um, police pretty much seen her outside of 7-Eleven around. And I start, y'all know, I start, at, I start at dark 30 every day. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I start hella early in the morning. It's like, if, it's like not too many good things are going on at that time of the, in, in the morning. What time If is you're it? up. I, I start work at 5, okay? Like, okay. Yeah. I'm on my way to work in between 4.15 and 4.30 around that time. So, yeah, yeah if you're up. It's like you're supposed to be up or you're just not doing something you're supposed to be doing, right? Right. So she's, you know, starting her day. She's at 7-Eleven. She tells me, you know, police come. They see her. They jack her or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They they just start messing with her. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just – she. but she was telling me while she's in her car, she did not want to reach for her wallet. She did not want to reach for anything. She told the cops, you could put me in handcuffs. I'm not reaching for anything. My oh wallet's my right God. there. You could come get it. You can. T- you have my permission to take it. I'm not reaching for it. I. I I'm. Put me in handcuffs, please. Uh, she turned. It's a basically a terrorist <laughs> it's negotiation. It's getting to that right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not reaching for shit. Go you ahead. Feel me? Take all the money you want. No, my hands are here. I'm not yeah. reaching for nothing. I, I. I've seen this movie. No. Yeah. You know I got kids to go home to. I'm yeah. It's, it's. It's getting to that right. It's like. Like here. Here's. <laughs> here's all the pictures of my kids I have at home. Like here's my phone. <laughs> yeah. She told know? me. She's, 
I pointed to my wallet. It's right there. I'm, I'm no, I'm not reaching for it. You, you can grab it if you want. Put me in handcuffs. I don't care. But I'm not. No. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, if I can get on this a little bit and you know, add my thoughts to it. My thoughts are this. You know, in, in particular to you know to the uh, topic we're talking about, is that you know when when you're talking about all these all these brothers that are being killed, you know, all these unarmed brothers that are being mm -hmm. killed by by police. Unarmed. You know, what I'm saying by five zero. You know, the, the counter argument that you hear from the right or you hear from the Blue Lives Matter is that, you know what I'm saying, in the hood or in these ghettos, black men are killing black, male, uh, black males, you know what I'm saying, by the thousands. Particularly if you look at Chicago, you look at Oakland, you look at New York, Atlanta, any of these, you know what I'm saying, urban areas, black men are killing black men by the hundreds and thousands. That's the argument that they make. So why focus on these few instances where you know what I'm saying, where police are killing unarmed black men, right? And it, it's a distraction. And, you know, it's, it's a distraction for those that are uninformed and those who are not being thoughtful. Because if, if you're really being thoughtful about the situation, if you're really thinking about it, that's a bullshit argument. Exactly. B because exactly. when you have gangsters killing gangsters, these are individuals who are committed to that lifestyle, who know what they're getting into when they're getting into it. So we're now come due to however, our public officials, our police officers, to to the folks that commit their lifestyle like that. Yeah. However, however, if I if I'm a black man working, going to work and taking coming home, taking care of my family, I should not be killed by those who are being paid to take care of me. You feel me? <laughs> if Damn. if I if I'm going if I'm going to work every day, Damn. coming home and, and taking care of my family, and I get pulled over for a busted tail light. I should not be in fear, you know what I'm saying? I should not be, I should not have my life in jeopardy, man. So do not, do not compare cats. gangsters killing gangsters to, to a paid official killing me. Exactly. Because I am you, whether you're black, Mexican, Asian, put yourself in my shoes. Exactly. They're sworn to protect us, straight up. Do not compare, do not, let's, let's not make that comparison. And that's what the right, that's the, that's the argument the right is making. I want to. I want to quickly touch on that for a minute because often people do bring up that black on black violence and I want to debunk that for everybody right now. There is no such thing as black on black violence. There is no such thing as white on white violence. What there is is you kill people in proximity to you. You it's, kill people by you. So black people kill black people because they live next to black people. White people kill white people because they live next to white people. Thank Mexicans you. kill Mexicans because they live next to Mexicans. Exactly. When you find diverse uh, cities, there is no, it's black kills, it's black kills neighbor, black kills neighbor, black kills neighbor, white kills neighbor, white kills neighbor, white kills neighbor. No, just culture kills person culture. Person kills person. That's what it happens. Person kills person. It's, 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 it's the proximity of what you live in. Exactly. Like, because that's you, what it is. You, because yeah. that, that's, it's with any culture, yeah, with like, any race, with any You killed my cousin, I know you killed my cousin, you stay down the street from me, I'm going to kill exactly. your ass. Exactly. Now exactly. this motherfucker's cousin want to kill me because, you know what I'm saying, he know I killed his, and it's just, it's, 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 it's back and forth. Exactly. Yeah, it's localized. And it ain't got no color to it, like, it's it, just, got, it just happened to be, it, like, it's hella black people in that area. It's hella Hispanics in that area. There's hella Crips and Bloods yeah. in that area, and they're predominantly Crips black. Crips and Bloods is all kind of color, Hispanic. it's all kind of races, you know what I'm saying, exactly. like, shit. <laughs> So that's so so they bring that up like you said, P. It's a distraction to make people. It, it's a distraction in two manners. It's one to uh, to again dehumanize, destructuralize black and brown people of color by saying that we're more aggressive, we're more violent. We're not more aggressive. We're not more violent. 
If people are people. Every person has the same percentage of being angry, agitated, frustrated, annoyed, bothered, whatever. It's like you it's, try living in the ghetto. Bro. Exactly. Like you're it, it it is what it is. Like everybody has the, the same potential to be killers as they are to be saviors, doctors, dentists, lawyers. It's about the opportunities that you're given and especially with black and brown pe- and people of color we are held at disadvantages when it comes to education, when it comes to opportunities. Yep. And I want to bring up an uh, a incident that are um, a headline that I read today by Mike Dicka, the linebacker for the Bears, was the 1985 Bears, um, that said he dis- he, he's disrespected by Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't like him. And he said that, in, in essence, that if he doesn't like the flag, he doesn't like us, he can leave the country. So he's he's taking he's taking the issue and he's he's personalizing it and he's using it to cause division. Yeah. So that's how you personally feel. But like look like people like they like the American flag, it's 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 not a military flag, okay? It's not an armed forces flag. It's exactly. a country's flag. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Does it's it say not, U.S. Army on the flag? That's the first flag? thing they say, though. It's like, you're disrespecting our armed forces and, and our people that are voluntarily putting their life Does on the line. Does it say yada, fucking yada, yada. U.S. Air Force on the fucking yeah, flag? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's an American flag. It represents a country, not a military yeah. branch. You know what I'm saying? Like, calm down, people. Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> if I if I could take it even a step further, man, you know what I'm saying? I done, I done been abroad a little bit. I done been in different countries. Um, and when you're talking about the American flag, man, you're talking about a set of ideals. Yes. Exactly. It's you're, not you're, the, you're talking it's about. It's a symbol. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's a symbol, symbol for you know we're supposed to be that 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 what the light on the what the beacon of light right you know what I'm saying on the hill we're supposed to be the light of the world and what Kaepernick is doing is pushing us to be that light. Exactly. Because you. when you when you have a country where discrimination is happening. We're we hypocrites. Were, we, America is like the we're the biggest hypocritical country like in, in the are. world. If if we as are society, to be yeah. as great as we claim to be, Kaepernick is pushing us in that direction. Yeah, because yeah. we are not that great. We have we, we have discrimination, maybe not to the same extent as a, as different countries, but we have discrimination here too. We have the potential to be discrimination less, but we're not there yet. And, and you know what I'm saying? What Kaepernick is doing is pushing us to be in that direction. It's, it's not just about Kaepernick, man. You got everyday individuals. You got a lot of civil rights activists. You got a lot of individuals in general who are pushing us there. However, Kaepernick is a hot discussion these days, so we're going to talk about Kaepernick. Keep in mind, it don't start or stop at Kaepernick. However, we're going to talk about Kaepernick for this moment because that's where we're at. This brother, you know what I'm saying, is pushing us in that direction. So for those that are speaking out against him are pushing us backwards. Because we're not there yet. Now, but we got the potential to be there. And do, what he's doing is bringing light to this topic. You know what I'm saying? When you have individuals, whether you're home, whether you, you know what I'm saying, whether you're gay, whether you're a woman, whether you're black, whether you're Latino, there are many different groups of people who are being discriminated against, whether it's age or whatever it is. We all, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of people who are being discriminated against. Like if cops were killing transgender people like this, like the way they're killing black people, you would see, oh, it's an outrage. The cops are discriminating against all the transgenders. Oh, my God. Oh, this and that. And there would never be an end of it. And you know what? There would be uh, institutionalized change. There would be a systematical change to the way cops are hired and to the way cops are trained and psychological evaluations. Bruh, already, there, 
transgender already are getting changes when it comes to bathrooms. Exactly. They get their own fucking bathroom. No, I'm, and I'm, but I'm not saying, and I, and I, I want to make sure that the listeners are saying, I'm not bringing, I'm not bringing that as we're an not, example of a negative. We're saying that's I'm a saying positive. They're getting a, they're, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're affecting change. We're and saying we're trying if, to affect that same change that they're getting. We're saying if they can get bathrooms, can yeah, we just on, fucking on, get on home a different tonight? Scale. That's all Fuck. I'm saying is we're trying to, because we, because yeah, they can't, can we don't we have live? segregated bathrooms anymore, really? but we're so not getting weird. the opportunities and live. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we live? The first thing is we're trying to get, trying yeah, to live in a no, situation. No reasonable doubt and play that track right now. Can but, I live? But really though, actually, since you brought really? that up, Matt, I do want to transition this into. Is it cool with you guys if we exist? Fuck. I do want to transition this into Shit. like the part two of of what I wanted this discussion because again, this podcast started and and, and began based on music. So I do want to get to how this relates and ties into music because. Like I said, this podcast was based off that. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind for me that is the most recent and vivid is Kendrick's Defender Butterfly. Because that touched on all of this before, it, to me, it just seemed like like it was already present and aware because we already had Ferguson and all that. But like this year, it seems like it's at a whole... Like a whole nother, like esca- like it's, it's instead of de-escalating, it's escalating of 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 how many times it's getting captured, and I know that also has to deal with the amount of cell phones that are getting pushed out each day. That the more and more that is, the more and more likely you're to catch something on on video, with body cameras and things being more implemented throughout society. That's going to also increase the chance of visibility. But I do want to say like. I still feel like it's at an escalated more, it's getting like, I'm feeling less and less safe. Why? Because, because of how now, visible it's become. Exactly. Now we're finally seeing it for what it, it has but, been. And, and, that, and, I, and I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's been, the, the, the incident is more than it has These been. These guys have it's just this more much visibly incident in the media. Because I don't think this is, likely to be on like I don't, I don't think these rates are, Drastically different than they have been previous years. It's just that they're getting caught more. Well, think about um. I'm 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 like, all right. Since you go with music, um, uh, the DJ Khaled Major Key album. Yeah. It slaps. First of all, it slaps. He's got a lot of dope art artists on there. First and foremost, but track three, um, four, and five are the best. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. I was about. Yes, you're exactly right. Three, four, and five. Those are the best. But um. J. Cole's got, you know, you know, his it's an interlude, you know, that's what it says. Goes but his message is is like so powerful and so deep. Um Kendrick Lamar, Big Sean got an album to get got a track together, you know, the the things that Big Sean is is poking at. You know, this this racial inequality thing, people are like if you pay attention to the lyrics, yep. Cats is putting it out there, you know what I'm saying? Like and this is Drake is putting it out there on his album and little tip, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like like Ross. Rick Ross, yes, Nas, um, Ti. Um, looking at listen to Rick Ross on Thug Cry, he starts off. I wake up with this is a multi-millionaire, yeah. a man who is getting quote unquote M's. I wake up in the world and I'm just another nigga. Yeah, see, to to begin a song then, like that. And then last summer, um, mm-hmm. the um, uh, Straight Outta Compton NWA uh, movie came out. Think about what they were talking about. 
but this and, and it's a period movie. You know what I'm saying? Like like what they were talking about in that era. This is like in the making. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit. Like I feel as though like you said like like um, I don't know which one of y'all uh, brought up. I think it was um, I think it was P. I brought up uh, activists that has been getting it in and been pushing this this agenda. I think they they most definitely applaud Colin Kaepernick and yep. any other professional athlete, and no matter what sport that's doing this, that that's standing up, you know, standing with him. They've been waiting for this. Michael Jordan should have been doing this shit in '88. Would have been nice. No, 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 bro. No. Wait, 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 wait. Jordan shouldn't have been doing this shit in '88. Wait, 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 wait. No, I, that's shit. that's that's on some real shit. That's why I disagree. Deion Sanders, where you at? Bro, come on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Deion Sanders, he, he be speaking. No, no. Deion, no, I, Deion I be that. talking about. Hey, Deion be speaking on some shit. How about Emmett Smith though? How about Emmett Smith? Where were you, bro? No, wait. Where were you? Hold on, no, hold on, hold on. He was like the. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ladies' titties and strippers' titties. Come on, man. Hold on, bro. Hold on. This is the good guy on no, the team. No, hold Dallas on. Cow- America's team. But bro, hold on. Where was he? But hold on, bro. He took a knee on the Dallas Star for Terrell Owens. Come on, man. Bro, come on, man. But hold on. This is why I disagree with all y'all on that. You can't. You can't make. Or force or inspire another man to stand up for something that he's not either educated, comfortable, or feels like in a position that he's wanting to take it because. Okay. Like so, the, so, so, so true for Michael Jordan. So 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 so, 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 so that's what I'm saying is like hold on like that's that's my point is like you can't determine another man's inspiration so you can't fault another man for speaking but what I will say is if you can't now. What I you feel, can do is I, I hold people like you, you pay attention to to a certain standard. No, but but what is what what they care about and what you care about are two different things, and they might be affecting change in a different way that they don't feel comfortable to talk about. Because I initially felt the way that you guys felt about Michael Jordan, and then I started reading and d- discovering and doing more research on the things he was doing. He wasn't speaking on those issues, but what he was doing is was getting himself in a position to have the money to support. So we can hire black men to start having companies so that they didn't even need the man in, the, in general, didn't need the system. They can co- afford their own system by having the means to do it, by his companies. So that's different than speaking out about it, but it is, it is having an, an effect. Yeah, yeah, and you know, if I can jump in here from, you know, you know what I'm saying? From, it's a different way of, de- because he might not feel like he's educated or knowledgeable to, Accurately and verbalize that opinion. He's definitely absolutely. He's, he's definitely I'm not educated. saying that he isn't, but he's I'm saying he, educated, you, just because you're educated about something, that doesn't mean that you can verbalize it, or he's you're not, not comfortable enough to do it, he and you can't fault somebody to do that. And if if I can take it a step further, you know what I'm saying, from my very humble perspective, I would say this. You know, if, I don't know how many of you viewers out there who are watching this podcast watch part one, but I, I put a lot of pressure on these, uh, you know, on athletes to to do their part. You know what I'm saying? And to represent, you know what I'm saying, for their community and represent for these injustices that are happening. However, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't ask the same of, you know, the everyday citizen, man. Exactly. The everyday citizen. Not just not just Kaepernick, not just Jordan, not just Emma Smith, not just, you know what I'm saying, LeBron James or any of these motherfuckers who have this this podium or this, you know what I'm saying, this this large microphone to speak to injustices. First of all, they should definitely do their part, and I will I will never start spe- stop speaking to, you know what I'm saying, what they should be doing. However, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't look at myself 
and think about what I should be doing and, and talking to you viewers out there about what you should be doing, right? Because we also have the power to vote. We have the power to buy, too. We, we have we put our money. Is, is, uh, is, so the way we vote all damn day, every damn day. But I'm going to take it even a step further, man. It's not just how we vote. It's how we raise our kids. Yes. It's how we, let me finish, though. Be involved. It's, it's how we engage each other. It's yes. how we engage each other on a day-to-day -day basis. It's how we handle injustices at work. It's how we handle injustices at the gas station. Yes. It's how we handle injustices at our day -to in our day-to-day -day lives. Back it's how we up. go about our day-to-day -day lives. So I can't ask LeBron and James, you know what I'm saying, LeBron James to do something that I'm not doing in my personal, you know what I'm saying, everyday life. I can't ask him to sacrifice millions and his brand if I won't speak out against some shit at work. So I'm going to challenge them just like I'm going to challenge myself, just like I'm going to challenge you out there. Do a little bit better every day in your day-to-day -day life. If we're going to ask these athletes to put their brand, if we're going to ask them to put millions on the line, do a little bit better in your personal life as well. Exactly. And, I mean, we're going to go out to these – people go out to these stadiums. People buy jerseys. People spend all this money. People put all this energy towards it for a fucking touchdown to be scored in a playoff game. If people got up and yelled and roared – for these social issues that are so important just for us to get the fuck home tonight, I mean, come on, man. We have a much better world. We need to realize that if we come together and get that enthusiastic about human rights, about a college education that's affordable, or how about free like it is in every other country in Europe, for goodness sakes. If, if we got serious and enthusiastic and real about the things that, that are the realest to us, like healthcare, then maybe we'd have... Healthcare like England has since World War II. Come on, America. Stand up. How about up. this? Then? How about this? Uh, who has a solution then? I have one way to like just hold on, sound off. Hold on, hold on yeah. one second. That leads me to the third part of the, the, oh, the, 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 the podcast. Of, Let's move forward. Of, of what we think is solutions and what we think um, how Colin Kaepernick, other people as well doing things are affecting change and what we think is going to happen moving forward in ways that, like Pete was bringing up, that each individual, like, uh, uh, as, as some people might know that are in my circle, I was trying to, I was having basically meetings at my house and at my apartment of trying to find ways to come up with solutions for police brutality, racial injustice, things of that nature. I got one. To start How about the next changes. day? Next time someone gets killed, every person of color, stay home. No. Don't go to school. Don't go to no, work actually, for one that, day. No, that brings, that brings me up to one of the solutions that I am going to suggest is... Boom. I, I, no, I'm... Boom. No, no. On, so, now, hold on, hold on, the department's going to be like, hey, don't, don't, please think twice before you pull the trigger today. One second. Please don't make America stop tomorrow. Bro. Come on. Kenny, one second. One second. This brings me to the point of... Isaiah Washington made, made a call to action about staying home from work. Every person of color, black person, people of color, don't work. Don't spend your money. Don't do, don't do anything that's going to add or benefit the economy. How about anybody that values, home, that values American lives? Come on. Uh, and, and do that on September 26th, which is Monday. That is, that is the goal is to stay home don't do anything affect the economy shock the economy so much because it's to prove that if you continue to kill us at the rates that you're killing us and you keep on putting us in situations where it's causing us to be moved out and then eventually get killed or die from uh, bad health care uh, bad nutrition things of that nature How because about we bad don't have food the in our kids schools for but, goodness sakes 
bad education. There's a myriad of things that they're doing that's affecting that's affecting us. As that, if we can shock the system to show how capable and important we are to the economy, because as studies have shown, we contribute 1.7 trillion, not million, not billion, trillion dollars to the economy. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about literally African Americans specifically. So if about, we can show that we have that much effect on by not going to work, not doing, we're like, if we can get enough numbers to do that, let's and do shock it. But let's the do economy, it with a point of view. Like, but that will let's all that stay will home allow and us say, all right, our to show that we are worth. We are We are worth the value. Let's change it to sales tax. That our life, that our life matters. That that we are important to society. That if we don't, if you continue to kill us, we won't be able to do these things that we're not coming to work at for one day for. So yeah. then they can take that into account and be like, if this is one day, imagine if they did two. Imagine if they did a week. Imagine if they did a month. Fuck it. Imagine if they did three months. We, the economy would crumble. And so that's what we want them to realize. So that's one solution that I'm, that, that I'm a proponent of and that I'm not going to be at work on Monday. Well, Jare, I, I agree with you. And so now go ahead and, and, to and be honest, go ahead and speak your other possible solutions. I'm just going to keep going. And I, what I'm going to say is personally, I know how I, how I feel. I have, I have two little boys I need to provide for. Would I feel comfortable staying home one day knowing that our, if, if I didn't feel comfortable doing it for a month? No, I wouldn't. So I think you need to get people to a level of self-sustainability where they feel comfortable to stay home for a month. I think if people are comfortable to stay home for a month, they can stay home for a day to, to let people know how they feel, for sure. I think that, that comes a lot easier. So what I think is the way you, you get there is you plant a garden. You plant an organic garden. You get back to the basics. You get back to finding ways to provide for each other. You provide your family with a good that they can trade with their neighbor. You set up a system in your own neighborhood. You go to your local school. You go to the fencing contractors in the area. You pick up redwood from fences that are broken down. You're picking up free wood. You're building plant boxes at the school. You're talking with the principals. You're talking with the superintendents about your plan. Your plan is to build these organic gardens there on site like they have at all the, the awesome elementary schools in Alameda that are right by the water where the properties are super expensive. Where people care, there's a there's a parent there daily, there to oversee the garden. I, I would a, like to see high school kids at these I gardens. Had, I, had a, I, had I would like to see them earning money for for prom. I would like them. Um, I was thinking like you know just like the main thing about like stereotypes. The main thing about like stereotypes like from race to race, everybody has them. Everybody in this room has them. You know what I'm saying? It's like whether you decide to like say it out loud or not, whatever, whatever. Everybody has their stereotypes of like somebody that they see. They got an idea of what type of person this is, what not, what have you. You do it every day, whether you want to admit it or not. I just say, um, maybe like we should make shit. Spend twenty minutes with twenty or thirty minutes with somebody that's not your skin color. Like if you're here in the barrier, get on a, a bar train every day. You know what I'm saying? Like a different, in, race, a, a different race, different religion, like something yeah. like that. Just so like, you just be like, Oh, you know, like you think differently of somebody like, like the last, you know, the last, whatever person that I was with, they, they were pretty cool. You know, whatever. Like you just, 
Get to know someone that's different. Yeah, just get some. Get to know somebody that's different. Is what I'm really saying. Like that's that's pretty. That's really what it is. Like people are scared of what they see. I'm gonna. They don't know anything about it. I'm gonna jump in from a slightly different angle here. First of all, I agree with everything that has been said. I think in order to really affect change, we got to hit this issue from all angles, not just it's this issue, but all the ang- all the issues of discrimination and prejudice. We got to hit it from all different angles, man. Everybody got to do their part. But I think the most way to be effective is when you're talking about uh, when you talk about politicians, when you're talking about those that are in power that are impacting this institutionalized and systematic racism or this uh, institutionalized or systematic discrimination, it, you know, all these individuals are being elected. You know, even when you talk about uh, police chiefs, man, in Oakland, well, you know, we got this proposition, you know what I'm saying, of basically affecting how police chiefs will be, um, you know what I'm saying, in the situation where, they're, where they get that position. We got to be, we got to be a part of the, you know what I'm saying, of the, of the solution and, and essentially use our vote for power. Because when we sit home on election days, when we go out and go to work and we're too tired to vote, you can't say shit about what's going on. Sound off. Because you have power to impact it, but you're too tired from work, you're too tired from raising your kids, and you sit home on election day. And I'm a victim of this myself. I do, man, I'm the same. You know, everything I'm saying to everybody else is what I'm also a victim of. That's why I can speak to it. There's been days, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times where I've sat home and then don't do nothing but complain about the outcome. We got to be in a situation where we're a part of solution by using our vote for power. But it worked. If if you don't go to the polls on election day and vote for the candidate that that suits your issues, don't say shit to me. Don't say shit to anybody about the problems because wow. you had a you had an opportunity to impact change and you chose to sit home sit home because you was too tired or because you were uninformed or because you were lazy or because for whatever reason. You chose not to do anything about it. So don't say shit to me That's about right. the problems that are out there. Don't talk about it at the bars. Don't talk about it to your girlfriend. Don't talk about it to your partners. Don't say shit because you could have changed some shit and chose not to. Exactly. So use that power to vote. Now, don't get me wrong, man. It, it comes down to raising your kids. It comes down to affecting shit at, change, I mean, at work. It comes down to uh, impacting things in your everyday life. However, those who are continuing this systematic and this was institutionalized racism, as we see on TV with, with five old smoking motherfuckers who don't have no gun and no threat to anybody, still getting smoked. These police chiefs are in power because you're sitting back and doing nothing about it and just complaining, right? So use your vote to change things. Police chief is an elected official, folks. Get involved in your local election. And Listen to what P is saying, but really understand that your local vote is... A hundred times more more important than your national vote. Don't get lost in these, you know, these these fights we have like at the national level with with what's going on at the White House or or any of that nonsense on the campaign trails along the way. But really get involved with who's your local sheriff? That's an elected official. Who's your police chief? That's an elected official. Who's your mayor? That's an elected official. Is that someone who backs the people? Who backs the public? Is that someone who values American lives? Is that someone who values education? Is that someone who's doing something about the homeless in your urban area? Each of us had the power to change shit. And right? I wanna I wanna add something to what you were saying about like the 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 frustration that I was having and that I I told you about is like this basically touching on what you were saying is like 
all those out there that complain about like, oh, this is horrible that what they're doing. You know, I'm scared about this. I'm scared about that. I'm scared about when I go out in the streets that the police are going to pull me over. But yet you're not literally doing nothing but but complaining about it. Change only occurs. Dramatic change only occurs with work, sacrifice. Like I put on my Instagram without none of this is going to matter without sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice time, money, friends, family. Some some people are going to be sacrificed as a result of that. And and so like so like and I'm not saying to sacrifice your condition, your your situation, your your livelihood, but you're going to like some sacrifice is going to have to be made. Like there's you no way to make an omelet. You got to break some eggs. Exactly. Embrace it. I mean, some people would even sacrifice a clean carpet for a better world. So, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, like some sacrifice is going to have to be made. Like, when I was having those meetings, and I, I'm trying to continue to have those meetings, you literally, like, I remember the last time we had the meeting, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, had to go to the airport, then I had to wake or, or after I went to the airport, I went to work for eight hours, instantly came home, and just had the meeting and then try to do a podcast. Like, I'm dedicating all that time. I didn't go to sleep. I woke up at, like I said, at 3. I didn't go to sleep until 2. So, I'll damn near up for 24 hours. Not getting paid because, for it. And, and, and a majority of that time, I'm not getting paid for it because I'm trying to affect change. Because I'm tired of complaining. I'm tired of saying, like, seeing this happen. So, I'm saying I'm going to try to do what I can. I'm trying to affect change. Because if I wanted to change... It has to come through me and people like me that are going to do something. Yep. So if you like Pierre said, I'm telling all my friends on some real on some real shit. I don't want to hear you complain about shit about racism, about discrimination, about police brutality around me if you ain't doing a fucking thing about it. Because if you're real about that shit and you're real about making a change and you really want to make some shit happen, you go to do that shit. Because with anything else in life, that's the only way that shit happens. With dedication. With sweat. With dedication, hard work. If you want to fucking see the change happen, you got to put that work in. We've already seen the bloodshed. We've already like, seen I'm the I'm tired tears. of seeing people put die over dumb shit. Over, over shit. I'm tired of being Let's scared go. that I'm going to get pulled over. Embrace I'm tired of... I, I don't want to raise no kids that, that's going to be in a world that lives like that. And I know y'all don't want to live in a world that lives like that. So if you do, do something about it. Like he said, start electing officials. Try to get intervention training for cops so they can know how to de-escalate. Get Thank better you. training. Being accountable yo. by personal uh, or independent uh, accountability. Hire your mayors, hire, get on the board, get on the council. And like I said, friends are going to get sacrificed because they're not going to be down for that cause. And if they're not, then you need to keep them moving. Because silence is violence. If you don't speak up about it, Thank then you. you're just as, you're just people, as culpable. People. And, 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 because you're in a position to change that shit. And um, other people's like, in their defense, I guess I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Like, look like, we all seen George Bush W... The first his first election, he stole an election. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like in others' defense, it's like, I voted, I wanted to make a difference, they cheated, and he still won presidency. It's like, why like fuck that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just rigged. And, and, and my counter to that is when you were in school, you when you were in school and and something went wrong, did you just give up? No, you continued. With anything in life, when you hit a stumbling block, if it doesn't work, do you stop? No. If it didn't work the first time, try to figure out a different way to make it work. That doesn't mean you just stop and say, fuck it, I don't care. 
Because, because like I said, if this wasn't about actual lives on the line, like people are dying. It's, we're not talking about just, oh, woe is me. I can't, I can't get this or that. I can't get, I, I want a Mercedes, but I can't get a Mercedes. We're talking about actual life and death in certain situations. If, if I can add to that, man, what, you know, what my brother just said is what the powers that be expect you to do. They expect this shit to be so hard that you just give up. They put so many stumbling blocks in front of you, just like the example you gave, that you just throw your hands up and say, fuck it. I'm going to let them make all the decisions and, you know what I'm saying, have all the power and do what they want with it. You feel me? I actually got two things to say. So Don't that's, want that's, to that's cut you off, though. I'm just saying that's what most, that's how, even the youngsters, that's how they feel. Like, this shit is rigged. Fuck and, no, this shit. No, I get that. I get that, right? And my point is, don't succumb to that shit. Because that's what that's they what expect, they and that's it. that's what they need in order to keep the power and to do whatever the fuck they want with our lives, right? The higher calling. That's Come that's on. my first point. Don't give in to it. Keep fighting. Number one. Exactly. Number two. I also think we're talking about two different things. What happens on the national level is not the same thing that happens on the local level. Yep. Correct. Who we vote for as president isn't the same as who how we pass these propositions in our city yep. or in our in our neighborhoods or these in our area, ordinances. right? Right, so you can vote for for Obama or for Hillary or for Trump as president. First of all, fuck Trump. I don't even know why I mentioned, bro. But you can you can vote for whoever you want as president. But then there's these down the line ballots, right? You vote for who you want as a senator. You vote for these different propositions yep. that's going to affect your community. That's going to impact your. You know what I'm saying? Your, Who's your, your state representative? Right. You should know that person. Right. How long Mitch McConnell been in the Senate? Too long. Mitch, de- Mitch McConnell. Thing. He's banking on you dumbass motherfuckers to keep putting him in the office and, and, and collecting that check off of us. You know, you know about. And he ain't doing shit. About two years ago, okay. Mitch McConnell. Oh well. There was a cocaine bus on a on a boat that he owned, a big old cargo ship. He's he's our speaker of the house. Just want to say that. Just want to say that, so, folks. I mean, this shit is rigged, guys. I mean, like I said, I'm 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 a. I'm going to wrap this up because I know we've been talking for a little bit. and um, Like, find a, find a way to try to make an impact. Sacrifice will be made. I'm not telling you to sacrifice your livelihood. I'm not telling you to sacrifice anything that's going to make you continue to live and, and, and be prosperous. Do what you can. But like I said, some sacrifice will be needed. Take some of our, our, our uh, solutions into account. You know, give us feedback. Let us know what you think about this podcast. If we should do another, please part, give us some a, a solutions. Part, a part, add to it. A part to this, another part, maybe a part three to this series. Um, but I do want to say again, we appreciate you listening to another Stay Woke podcast. I'm D Ray Brinson. We got our producer William West. We got our boy P slash Brother to the Left. We got Zen Diesel, and then we got your boy F and Maddie. <laughs> Um, so again this was presented by thesonicbreakdown.com please uh, come back and listen to us again and you know the motto live listen to some great music and above all love each other more man like we need more love in this world hell yeah and we out